Today, I'm looking at some doggy coins. It has been a dog of a day. This last week has been really, really tough for the crypto markets, especially Bitcoin. It does look like after the failed attempt at 25,000, it is really pulling back to those lower $20,000 levels. And that is fine as well within the, the ranges that we're looking at and those support levels. But in terms of altcoins in a low liquidity environment, it causes a lot of pain. So a lot of the positive moves that we've seen in altcoins recently are just coming undone. So uh, we're going to see where things lie. I'm not going to not going to really sugarcoat it. There's a lot of altcoins that it's been very difficult to actually find ones that look fairly decent. But in these in environments, especially with low liquidity, you want to look for relative strength. I harp on it a lot, but it is so so important. I've got a couple I think uh, fit that criteria. I'm going to look at Dogecoin, Link, Shiba Inu, and Ethereum today. So let's crack straight in this time. I will remember to share my screen. There we go. All right, we're rolling into Dogecoin first. That is my danger zone crypto for the week. Now, why is that? Well, you can very clearly see how that pump up and it's just creating these lower highs each time, moving down weaker each time, failing underneath Fibonacci you know, resistance. And the RSI looks it looks pretty toast there as well. And it's fallen under key moving averages, the 50 and 200 EMAs, and also the 21 moving average. So uh, again, to me, this looks fairly bearish because it has fallen beneath that 0 0.786, 78% retracement level. You know, banged, it looked like it was about to move back high. There's this big green candle there, uh, just there, this is on the daily, big green candle there, then fully unwound and underneath, and now it's scrolling lower. So this is where I think Dogecoin is heading, and that's that key horizontal because this used to be, or this was, that local low. And if we move on over the, and this is the box here that I'm thinking it's it's going to move into because of all this chop over here of um, price action and volume, that's where it should be. Let's bring up the volume anyway on this chart, see if that corroborates what I'm thinking. It does. So this here is a is a, just an obvious area of support. So if we're going to see a bounce, it's going to be here. If it doesn't, then it's not going to look too flash and it's going a bit lower. But how it might look is you know, something like that into that box, hit that volume, and that's when you want to see that move higher. There is a gap of uh, oxygen here that it could just run really quickly up to, you know, back up to 0.82. So that's something to pay attention uh, to with that. But overall, Dogecoin not looking too flashy. This is area here is very, very interesting for buyers. I think it's a, a, an area that buyers will come into. So we'll just have to see what reaction we get there. In terms of upside potential, you know, if it does bounce, bounce here, it's really got a, a fair amount of um, price action to resolve itself to make these, these moves up higher. But see this big gap of oxygen here, it's got a fairly good runway back up to 10 cents, but we've kind of seen that all through here and it just hasn't been able to find that power to move higher and hasn't really had uh, Elon Musk pumping at this time either. All right, Ethereum. Now, this is absolutely my wonder watch because it has the Shanghai upgrade coming very soon and it has shown relative strength for a very long time, maybe because of that leading up to it, more the buy the rumor, sell the news. You see this big move up to the top of the range. We have Ethereum in our altcoin bubble so often because altcoins, a lot of the higher risk altcoins, lower market cap ones, they just can't sustain these moves outside of a bull market. But Ethereum and Bitcoin can, which is why we should focus on them more. Now, um, Ethereum moving into this Shanghai upgrade is a very interesting proposition because it's up into this rising upwards channel. You know, it's, it's broken down for now, but it's still holding above horizontal support and volume support. For the, me to get more bullish on this, I want to see a trend break of the RSI down here. Uh, also, I want to see a reaction here on the, let's say this is the 200 EMA. If it was to lose this, you know, it's not the end of the world because there is volume not too far away, but I, I suspect that we'd be coming to somewhere. Uh, I want to look for confluence. So confluence for me is in this box on that volume 
on the 0.382. So about 1500 is a very logical area to start buying Ethereum. And then that's when you, you really want to um, see this kind of move here where it drops back down and goes higher. And that's absolutely plausible. In a, in a better scenario, I'd want to see uh, this sort of price action to happen. This happens a lot, upwards rising channel and then blast up. That's kind of what you'd see in a bull market and it would just move move higher. There is the thought that the Shanghai upgrade is a bit of a double-edged sword. It sounds bearish because validators can now uh, unlock Ethereum to the stakers. They can then offload that supply on the market, sure. Uh, but in this market environment, do stakers actually want to do that? Do they rather want to take their yield, everything they've earned with their Ethereum being staked and restake that and compound those those gains. That's an absolute possibility and we could see Ethereum actually move higher after that. So we do have to be careful of that narrative too if you're betting on the downside. But buy levels for me, you just maintain the support and if you lose that, then you know, you're know you buying at these FIB levels. But you know the next major support is around that 13.75. If we move up through here, well, uh, for me, the major areas to look at for selling is this previous high over here in that box? That's very strong for me as a, a point. It's $2,000 US. is going to be a psychological area that traders and uh, speculators want to, you know, just start to engage in the selling. We've also got this cluster over here before the lunar crash. So that's important too in terms of volume. But broadly, if we can smash through that level um, and by smash, you probably will see, you know, a bit of chop in here and then the move higher over a certain amount of time towards the middle to back end of the year. Uh, but that's when you can see 25,000 really come into play, 25,000, 2,500 come into play because it was the previous floor of support up here uh, back in the um, the very end of the bull market into bear market. So those are the kind of levels that you're looking for uh, for Ethereum, but it is absolutely one to watch because of a network upgrade and that can really drive relative strength uh, in the short term. Same with Litecoin. It's got this halving later in the year in August. It's something to pay attention to. All right. Again, guys, it was really, really difficult to find tokens that look you know, reasonably okay in this environment because Bitcoin moving down is just sucking that, all the oxygen out of altcoins and they're just dropping like flies. Uh, Link did catch my eye because this, to me, looks a little bit interesting. Um, not overly bearish, not overly bullish. Uh, but kind of in between. It's in the no man's land. It's tried a few times to just breach high, hasn't been able to do it. It's consolidated within this range. Uh, you know, tried to go to the downside as well, but it's hugging this crucial volume support here. So for me, it's interesting that it has actually, after this attempted low, it's actually driven down to grab some liquidity and it's bounced up and it has reclaimed the 0.5 FIB level. It actually drove up, came back down, retested as a, a higher low from the last, so 0.618. Then it's gone higher, come up here, reclaimed the 0.5, so another higher low, and it's on top of volume support. This, to me, looks okay, um, to be honest. There, if we're going to hold there, hopefully test that level, and it might be able to break out finally, but it hasn't been able to do it previously. You'd also want to look at you know, RSI. You want to see some kind of... Um, upwards momentum. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't see that on my first run through of this video. So that's good. There's actually a bullish divergence there. So we're seeing um, selling momentum actually get deeper and stronger, but the length's price action is actually gaining. So the price is moving up. That just tells me that the bulls are, are just moving the price higher, regardless of how strong the sell pressure is. And generally those kind of divergences um, do change. So on that respect, I'm probably moving that to the cherry up column. Happy days. I knew I picked this chart for a reason, but just keep that in mind. In terms of buying as well, uh, this is a pretty good area, uh, but probably down to that 0.618. Generally, divergences resolve themselves um, uh, you know, one way or wherever it's pointing. So that's bullish for me. 
uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. In terms of, you know, profit taking, I wouldn't get too fancy with this. These, This is going to be a very serious area of contention, these little highs over here. So, you know, $9, I don't think it's going to go to $9. $8 is probably that shorter term target. Then you look at 9 Then you start to look up here around about that point, $10.00. And you could start to move a bit higher. Now, Shiba Inu, I wanted to, that was for my first run through. I wanted to show you what a, a potential shorter term reversal might look like on a crypto um, because none were really looking too flash on the higher time frame. So um, let me bring back up the RSI because I think that is important. Lots of strength index. Uh, oh, I did have it. My mistake. Let's get rid of that. Let's try that there. So, uh, like I was just discussing on that previous chart of link, we're looking for divergences. Now, on the one hour as a short-term reversal, what I want to see is uh, divergences. So we want to see price actually running lower while bulls are actually gaining momentum. That's when you can see some pretty vicious turnarounds. And when the market is just so heavily positioned short and you can see that everything's selling off, everything's drawing down, everyone's trying to get into short positions, make some quick and easy money, that's when you tend to see bears get their face ripped off to the other side as the market um positions for the contrarian move and longs can really get some traction so what i wanted to show you here again shiba inu it's, it's found itself in a bit of a, a bit of a range here uh, you know broke down a bit of liquidity grab sucked in a few bears down here and it's bounced straight back up into this range what's it doing here well it's created three lows each one lower than the last so that doesn't look great in itself so one two three but what are the bulls doing what, what's the strength in buyers and sellers the strength of bulls is slowly getting, it's still slowly climbing higher as price is dropping. So that to me is a, a slow bullish sign that we're starting to see the reversal, the momentum is shifting towards the bulls. The sellers are weakening while the price has been, you know, moving lower. So um, that's another divergence which you can look at, which is just fascinating to look at. And generally they do reverse to the upside. So um, keep that in mind. Very, very fun to watch these things play out on the shorter time horizon, but just very difficult environment for picking uh, strong winners at the moment. So just keep all that in your back pocket and have a think about how, how to approach the market as well. Um, but yeah, Shiba Inu, if it does break out here, probably look at the top of the range. Then you look at the moving average here at 21, also probably right in the back of the bang in the middle of a Fibonacci retracement there. But got a bit of oxygen. Uh, if it wants to do something like that um, and just come out of that and just gulp through this gap, which is a, a big suck, because you can see how it you know, gets into this, this volume gap, it just goes straight down. So we'll do the exact same thing on the upside because um, there's no volume in there, no trade. So guys, hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go uh, get some fresh air. Have a great one. We'll see you next week. Bye.